Hello and welcome once again to Cartridge Cinema Club, a podcast that is ostensibly about video game movies. Uh, this is episode 133. My name is Mark Champlin, and today, as always, I'm joined by Alex Wallace. Hey, wait a minute. This movie was just an advertisement for Nintendo's video games. <laughs> Don't you feel brand activated? What the hell? Hey, hey, that's that's an R-Wing. That's from video. That's from games. Um, it's honestly kind of disappointing that this movie is just fine. Yeah, like, I I wanted more to talk about. I wanted it to I wanted it to be, I don't know. Like we're we're let's not we we can't pretend we're not cynical about this shit. So like it would have been fun if it was bad. If but, okay, if it was amazing, that would have been a funny podcast because we would have egg on our faces, and that's totally. that's funny. Um, and if it was god awful, of course we would have had a great time. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's it's mostly it's mostly just fine, except for a few choices that I found very odd. Um, what did we watch this week, Mark? <laughs> this month? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this so year. Uh, yeah. so so this the so the Mario movie. It's based on popular Tumblr blog Supper Mario Broth. <laughs> Um, which is a blog where they talk about uh, no. So um, you, you know you you've heard of you've heard of Mario. He's he's in th- he's he's someone who's who is more popular than Mickey Mouse. So you can picture him in your head. Uh, Chris Pratt is in it. Um, Jack Black is also in it. Uh, the girl from Queen's Gambit, uh, which is a show that I watched two episodes of and thought, wow, they made chess boringer. Um, <laughs> uh charlie day was a delight and he's in six minutes of this movie mm-hmm. uh keegan michael key uh i i googled to see who toad was uh and was delighted because it was like oh he that doesn't sound like him he he's, he's, voice. He, he's trying cool yeah. um seth rogan plays himself but he looks like a monkey um, he does the, uh, 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 we'll, we'll get into it. You know, it's, it's a very, it's a very self-referential. Listen, if you love self-referential meta movies for children, but the adults will get it because they have Facebook, you'll love this movie. Um, you know, it's got, it's, it's, it's directed by the guy who made Teen Titans Go and produced by the studio that brought us Minions, uh, which is a spinoff of a movie that nobody cares about anymore. Um, uh, Eve, Eve, I'm disappointed that there's no Pharrell songs in this movie, but there sure are other songs. Um, it says Shigeru Miyamoto, a Shigeru Miyamoto film at the beginning. I just um, thought that was funny and wanted to point it out. <laughs> it made me laugh very loud, and I'm sure I was the only person in my theater yeah. who thought that was funny. <laughs> I I didn't laugh out loud, but I looked at that and thought to myself, like, wow, are you talking about the guy who who helped program the Donkey Kong cabinets in 1981 and decided that because it was hard to 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 make somebody's face look like a face on an arcade cabinet that that block was a mustache that guy uh <laughs> made the movie okay all right okay um yeah uh cool let's talk about the plot of the the Mario movie it's the Super Mario Bros super show basically the song is even in it they do the do the Mario song it, that happens within the first like 7 minutes of the movie you, they they do the Mario Super Show rap. Um, it's odd that 
there are many trappings of the old Western animated cartoon shows in this movie uh, at first glance. But I think if you think about it a little bit longer and realize that, like, most of the people who worked on this movie are probably, like, in their late 30s, early 40s and watched the Super Mario Brothers Super Show when they were children. So it makes sense that that would be their cultural reference point for what a... Uh, uh, fictional adaptation of the Mario Brothers might look like. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry that I uh, that I may have implied that the Mario Brothers are real people. <laughs> there, I didn't mean that. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's literally just the setup from the from the cartoon show Mario and Luigi. They're brothers. They run a plumbing company. Uh, they get attacked by a dog for a little bit. They get lost in a sewer and they end up in the Mushroom Kingdom, where Bowser is doing bad guy stuff and Peach is doing good guy stuff. Um, Luigi gets captured like immediately. It is barely in the movie as previously mentioned um bowser is like a lame incel in this we'll get to that later uh the peach and mario uh, meet up and they gotta go to donkey kong land and make friends with seth rogan so the, the kongs will help defeat bowser um and in the end they all get sucked back into to brooklyn and they fight bowser in the middle of the street and it's basically exactly the same as the end of the first sonic the hedgehog movie this is like the supersonic scene it's the exact same it's scene exactly the same <laughs> um yeah and then at the end they abandon their loving family and they go live in the nightmare hell world that is the mushroom kingdom um where they experience nothing but trauma and horror why right? would luigi let me ask you this <laughs> Listeners, why the fuck would at the end of this film would Luigi, who gets lost in the in the dark woods and chased by skeletons and then captured by a dragon, uh, why why would he want to move to the Mushroom Kingdom after that experience? Um, it's 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 quite strange. Um, and uh, yeah, and then also like the movie is all about death and dying and being dead. Did you notice that? I did. Which it's kind of like. I don't know. Maybe maybe the Mushroom Kingdom has like better like healthcare than like the state of New York or something. And because I can't imagine why else you would want to live in such a a miserable place full of horrors. Very strange how often the characters talk about killing and dying uh, okay you notice that too right because yeah. like kids movies they say like i will destroy you mm -hmm. but like <laughs> or maybe like one character will say i will kill you like and it's really shocking they say it like all the time in this movie it's like one of the most consistent themes of the film is that the characters are always talking about killing and dying and being dead and murder and death it's it's there's a there's one character whose entire gimmick is that they are suicidal. It's very weird. Bowser at one point when he's torturing Luigi says, "We'll see how strong Mario is when I kill his brother in front of him." And I'm like, D "What?" There's a scene where he 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 commits ritual sacrifice. <laughs> like Bowser wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's uh... Uh, have you played have have you played Mario and Luigi Superstar Song? Have you played Paper Mario Two? That Bowser, he's a nice guy. <laughs> I was I really wanted I I I suppose we'll talk about this more when we talk about the character of Bowser, um, but I that's the Bowser I wanted because because mm -hmm. you think what what do you do with Bowser? There you go, it's right there. I don't know. Yeah, they do something much weirder, which we will talk about later. Um, uh, we, we've kind of we've kind of we've kind of spilled a lot of the beans, but any any other general thoughts about about the the Super Mario Brothers movie? I called the name of this movie, by the way. I said they're going to call it the Super Mario Bros movie, and I was correct. 
Sorry, well, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, what what the fuck else would you would you, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying like well duh, but like also what else would you call it? You'd probably they could have called it Super Mario Bros. Or just I, I, that, the Mario movie. There's no that that I mean that would have been funnier. <laughs> they should have called it the Mario movie. The, listen, if it the, was 2006, they would have called it the Mario movie. Or just Mario. <laughs> <laughs> the Mar the Mario. <laughs> Dude, I'm cracking up at the Mario. That's so <laughs> sick. No, um, the name, much like everything else in this movie, was Focus Test to Hell. Uh, so, of course, that's what they called it. Um, okay. Uh, th- this movie, <laughs> my experience of watching this movie was just me alone in my own row with a large popcorn, silently nodding yes or shaking my head no at each <laughs> at each individual aspect of the Mario universe based on based on the criteria that matters only to me uh, <laughs> and how they handled it. I guess my other general thought was about about two-thirds of the way into the movie i it, it occurred to me that mario kart 8 for the nintendo switch <laughs> has sold 100 million copies <laughs> and that's why this movie is a mario kart movie i was like oh oh yeah that's yeah, it's, right it's easy to forget that at this point there are probably way more people who know mario kart the racing game than they know mario the platform game yeah mario kart Wii. And Mario Kart's eight deluxe combined have sold like a billion copies, <laughs> yep. and they're like the greatest selling video games ever made. He even does the mini turbo in this movie. That's the kind of movie that this is. <laughs> yeah, there, there's like a bit. Yeah, they fucking drift on Rainbow Road, and like mm-hmm. you watch him do the drift thing. Like mm-hmm. you could basically he snakes. <laughs> he snakes in this movie. <laughs> My, Chris Pratt has his thumb on the on the DS D pad going back and forth. <laughs> generating many turbos it's sick no mm-hmm. it's not actually that sick <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean i would this was a this movie was a real six out of tenner real, yeah. real serviceable to, serviceable totally fine very average um i had a lemonade cocktail with this one because we were at the the downtown theater that has the that has the bar and stuff oh, you gotta so so that improved my enjoyment of the film in pretty significantly probably uh but yeah this is a point at the screen and because you recognize the thing movie i was i was i I was i was making a little bit uh, out of just (laughs) just silently pointing at the screen every time a thing i recognized showed up and already counted the number of times that i did that and it was 87 times Oh man, I I really I really wish that I that I had been there like we were together when we watched Sonic Two mm-hmm. and and we performatively uh, clapped like seals every time a Sonic thing showed up mm-hmm. on screen. This I is mean, like this is way 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 past the Sonic movie though. There it's is non- like, there it is, is nonstop. Like- Con- it is constant. You, you, the, the first the first scene that takes place in Brooklyn is they're at a pizza place called Punch Out Pizzeria and the the guy Mac from is on the wall little mac is on the wall he's talking to the guy from wrecking crew uh he's they're 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 playing on an arcade cabinet of donkey kong but they don't call it donkey kong because that would have been weird because donkey kong exists in this universe so they call it something else and the guy who's playing the cabinet is jump man uh it's it's played by charles martinet let's get that let's get this out of the way charles martinet has a brief cameo in this movie as a guy that looks like like old school mario basically and there's like a joke about their the accents that they do in their TV commercial, and then Charles Martinet says a Mario thing, and I just wanted to vomit. I thought it was so distasteful. It was insulting, first of all, but also it was stupid 
in its own logic because the Mario that Charles Martinet voices looks like modern Mario. He's from Mario 64, like, and onward, which is red shirt, blue overalls, modern ass Mario, which is what this movie is. Like, what the, f- it's, you, they had to throw him in or else nerds like us would be mad, but, but, but they it did it. Is bad. They did it poorly, so now we're madder. Yeah, because the joke is basically like, wouldn't it be stupid if we had Charles Martinet play the character? And I'm like, no, well, no that would be fine. I think that would be fine. Like, and and the argument is like, well, Charles Martinet, it would be annoying to have him do the Mario voice the whole time. Like, yeah, well, he didn't. He wouldn't have had to do the Mario voice the whole time. He could have done this. He, you think he couldn't have done like a basic ass Brooklyn accent the way that Chris Pratt does, but probably much better. I, uh, we're gonna have to talk about some of the vocal performances in more depth later. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, the cast, I think the cast is mostly bad. Um, I think it's dumb that they narrativized the the super mushroom and the power-ups. Like, Peach literally says, if you get hit, you'll lose the power. <laughs> it's just, I felt like it added nothing to the movie. <laughs> like, I, I think the power-ups being in there are fine. It's cool when he turns into Cat Mario and does Cat Mario stuff. That's fine. It's cool when he gets the raccoon suit. Like, that's all fine. Um, but I think it's weird that they, like, spend an entire scene, like, setting up, like, that the mechanics of how these things work in this movie is exactly how it works in the video game. It's just very weird. Um, no, yeah, you're right. Fuck that. They didn't have to do that. That was stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the only unambiguously positive things that I have to say is that um, I was surprised and delighted by the fact that Illumination Studios managed to make a black and brown New York <laughs> instead of making, like, a Friends-style New York <laughs> where everyone is an upper-class white person. That that was that was cool that they managed that. I thought it was weird that they live in, like, modern times and have cell phones and stuff. Like, the, like Luigi has a, has a cracked smartphone. Because they dress like they're from the 1940s. <laughs> so it's just kind of weird. <laughs> I Until you mentioned that they had smartphones, I had forgotten that the smartphone was in there. How could you forget that his ringtone is the GameCube sound? <laughs> well, listen, I remembered that the ringtone was the GameCube sound, but I guess I... By the time they show Mario in his childhood bedroom playing Kid Icarus on a on a Nintendo Entertainment System, in my brain I was like, "Oh, it's a period piece. This is 1988." A few of those shots where Mario is like in his bedroom in real New York and he's like wearing a T-shirt that says Brooklyn on it look like a parody of what a Mario movie would actually be. Like, yep, that's me. It really looks like it, it looks like a like like a really high quality like Blender version of something that somebody wrote on Ao3. <laughs> It looks like a really elaborate shitpost sometimes, this movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, speaking of shitposts, let's talk about the music. What um, the fuck? Okay. Just a frankly bizarre series of decisions that occurred. They tricked us. They I, fucking tricked us with the trailers. <laughs> they, the, I was so pissed off in the first, like, five... In the first ten minutes of this movie where there... I think there's three, like, like modern-ass... Song, like licensed songs in the no first sleep till brooklyn is in this movie you guys oh. this movie has a beastie boys song they 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 one-upped the the rihanna shut up and drive moment from <laughs> wreck it ralph. ralph which yeah. i thought would never be uncrowned as the most unnecessary licensed music usage in in, so in a other in an otherwise decently soundtracked uh, animated movie, Take but no. Take on me by Aha is in this movie. 
Thunderstruck by ACDC is in this room. (laughs) It's just, it's very, it's, the okay, the weird part about it is that they also went to the trouble to get an entire orchestra to play full orchestral arrangements of a bunch of covers of songs from the video games, and all of that stuff, let's be honest, kicks ass because it's Koji Kondo music and you remember it from the thing and they'll, and they'll like play a little snippet of Mario Bros. 3 music when he puts on the raccoon suit and you will point at the screen and clap. And it's great, honestly, let's be real. It's great. Um, and, then there's a bunch, and then there's a bunch of pop music in it. It's really weird. I f- it's, it's really jarring every time it happens. It feels really out of place. I kind of thought that once they got to the Mushroom Kingdom, it was going to switch to all like... The orchestral stuff? No. No. They play Take On Me while they drive on Rainbow Road. It's very weird. It did switch over fully for a second there, but like th- then the aha scene comes up and I'm like, oh, we're, we're, we're still we're still doing this. Okay. Yeah. Um, I really thought, I thought like, okay, at least if they're gonna throw in No Sleep Till Brooklyn, at least that's like just a, hey, we're in the human world, here's human music like moment. <laughs> but no, they, I, I guess aha exists in, <laughs> in the Mushroom uh, King. Like it's bad. It's, it just, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's funny because it's the thing that everybody was joking about happening, and then the trailers came <laughs> out and they didn't do that, and people made a bunch of edits of the trailers with pop music in it, and then the movie is just actually like that. Like it's such a fucking troll. It's really really weird. I feel like they should have committed in one direction or the other. It would have it, it would have been bad if they had committed fully to pop songs but it's almost more frustrating because they give you tastes of like a full orchestrated like mario soundtrack you know that you don't actually get if they i mean if they had fully committed to the pop songs and not had like those those like stingers of babam battlefield Mm -hmm. and and mario 3 athletic theme uh, that would have been fucking heinous like that would have sucked so fucking (laughs) bad but the middle also sucks like it's just it, it does the main thing for uh, about it to me is that like it just feels very unlike a mario game to have stuff like that warrior's like i don't know like i could imagine a sonic game having a licensed lincoln park song in it you know like totally. i can as much as i i would like for them to use the soundtrack for the games in those movies it like it's something that could believably happen in a Sonic game. It's this they would just never fucking do this in a Mario game. And so it just feels very strange. It feels like watching an AMV every time it happens. It's really odd. It's it's like on Donkey Konga how there's like an AFI song or whatever in there. It's like what is going on? <laughs> it's how you can play all the small things in Donkey Konga. <laughs> um, uh, what do you think of like the the look of the movie generally? Um I think that the little critters, good. Thumbs up. Shy Guy, my best friend Shy Guy, and Dry Bones, my best friend Dry Bones, and their assorted creepy little friends. Those all look great. Yeah, um, Shy Guy looked, the Shy Guys looked awesome. And they, they had even they, made the sound. <laughs> when they made the sound, and then when they talked, but but kind of still had the, the Shy yeah, Guy voice, the, I, I laughed. I like that the Sniffit was like a fucking murderer. <laughs> Sniffit was fucked up. He, <laughs> he looked like a fucking Doctor Who villain. It was awesome. Yeah, he was like, he was like, a, he was like an executioner. <laughs> and there were even some like, some kind of obscure pulls, like the, mm-hmm. like the, the, the guys from World 5 of like New Super Mario Brothers Wii, who have like the long legs and they're a circle in the middle i was like oh damn okay yeah cool. this movie is all all about throwing obvious references at you and also throwing deep cut references at you so if you are a person that has played a lot of mario games as mark and i have done 
you, you, you will be recognizing a lot of little guys. Um, I don't like the way the people look. I think Mario looks fucking creepy. I think Peach looks like a creepy doll. Um, I don't like any of that. I, I just think they, they like redesigned them to look like Illumination characters, and I just, ugh, it just, I just find it really creepy looking. I don't know. Um, and then also, I don't like how much, so much of this movie, it looks like a Blender tutorial. <laughs> like, yeah. I, this is like a complaint I have with a lot of, like, um, a lot of children's animated movies to- these days. Totally. Like, why do the scenes where they're in the sewer and stuff need to look like realistic blended tutorial sewer environment? <laughs> you know, like, why? I, I get that they're in the real world, but, like, parts of the Mushroom Kingdom also look like this, and it's just like, I don't, I don't, I, get, I just don't understand the appeal of that style. I'm like, I'm watching a cartoon, but it should be showing me exciting stylized versions of things that I couldn't see in the real world. I don't know. It just, it just doesn't, it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. And it's a very like, I don't know. That's, that's just kind of how like most CG animated movies have looked since like the Pixar movies that started coming out of like the late two thousands and and, and up until spider verse when everyone was like, Oh right. We could make movies look like other stuff. (laughs) Did did you see you? I think you were seeing, you were, you were at the bar and missed the the trailers, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. (laughs) I did not sit through any of those. Those are, those are mind numbing to me. So there was an ad for this new trolls movie because they're making another trolls movie. Of course. Um, Why wouldn't you? Oh, I did. I did briefly walk in on this, and they're they're, they're all of them are like on acid. Uh, this is exactly what I wanted to talk about. There, you're talking about how like why can't there be like stylized animated movies? And there's a there's a they show an extended sequence in this trolls movie trailer where they they're they're like tripping on on like acid basically, and it's a really cool stylized like seventies uh, animated style. It looks like hand drawn like colored pencil shit, and then they and then they the trip ends and then it just looks like fucking cgi shit again and i'm like uh you could have just made a whole trolls movie that looked like that that would be cool <laughs> <laughs> and it, it it was so as and it it hurt that movie that movie's trailer because it did come right after the trailer for for spider verse 2 mm-hmm. which again i mean that movie looks incredible it's yep. One of the coolest looking movies that has been like a mass blockbuster in a long time. Yeah, and it was it was so popular. I don't give a shit about Spider Man at all, but I watched that movie because it looked cool. Mm-hmm. Th- there could Me be too. more movies like that. Yeah, uh, this is going to sound like a completely insane question, but have you ever seen the 2015 film The SpongeBob Movie colon Sponge Out of Water? <gasps> no, but I really want to watch it. It's it's so fucking weird. It's not good. I'm not. T- <laughs> hey, no. listen. I'm not saying it's good. It's not good. It's not a good movie. But it's really strange. They advertised the entire film around the them having being big uh, CG animated superheroes with big muscles. That part of the movie is the last 10 minutes of the film. The entire rest of the movie is just like an exploration on what if what if we just got weird with SpongeBob? what if we just got what if we just went really out there with the style on a spongebob movie um unfortunately the writing is dog shit but like it's just it's a it's a crazy watch you should watch sponge out of water it's not good but it's interesting it's more interesting than the mario movie which is boringly okay Oh yeah, no. I'll, I'll grab I'll grab a couple twisted teas and watch that movie sometime. Uh, that, that does sound very interesting. No sponsorship um, from Twisted Teas, by the way. We're just, we, yeah, just, the, we just do this because we love it. T- 
two weeks in a row, baby. Listen, we're 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 gay. We're girls. We don't like beer. We like cider. <laughs> yeah. You want to just uh, start wrapping this up by going through all of the characters and yeah, giving so our they... opinion about the characterization and the voice actor. <laughs> Yeah, you know they 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 fa- they got the crispiest rat that they could find, <laughs> and they had him do the voice of Mar of Mario. And I guess Miyamoto loved the way that he talked, like a just like a normal human man, but like slightly <laughs> different than the regular human man he is. It's very funny. Like he's not doing a Mario voice, but he's also not just doing the Chris Pratt voice. He's doing like two steps to the left of the Chris Pratt voice, doing a different voice of a regular human man don't you get the feeling that the marketing was like really really like weird about the mario voice and even the movie is weird about it because they give you this fake out as as if you didn't hear him go mushroom kingdom here we come which is not in the movie by the way um but it's it's as if they didn't show that because like they show him going hey it's a me in his like in-universe commercial and then the next scene they're like hey you think that accent's a little too much and it's like like we're all gonna be like oh my god it's the voice the the Oh, it's the fuck it's the fuck i don't care like <laughs> they seemed really proud of of it and it's just a fucking voice they i feel it seems there's a lot of insecurity with regards to the chris pratt mario voice it's 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 like you could have just cast someone else instead of <laughs> instead of being really like embarrassed at the fact that you cast chris pratt which was boldly a marketing move like the whole movie's marketing like just just own it Uh, yeah i mean we uh, we don't need to talk about this at length because we already talked about it when we when they announced the cast but yeah it's a terrible cast it's it's broadly (laughs) these are awful choices for these characters they're not voice actors which of course that's just that's just the industry now you don't you don't hire voice actors to do voice acting you hire actors whose faces you know so you can put the names in the trailer mm-hmm. like that's that's just the industry but yeah they don't they don't do a great job i guess jack black's like the exception but you know they <laughs> and, and even um, that well, yeah, we'll yeah. Mar- mario as a character is so boring i could not name a single character trait that he has he is just like <laughs> the world's most generic kids movie protagonist he is he is a, he's scared and then he's brave he was more generic than than Red from the Angry Birds movie. Yeah. He, <laughs> like, Red had more going on. Red actually literally has more going on than Mario does. There's very little... Uh, this is going to sound like a completely stupid, moron thing to say, but there's very little character work in this movie. Like, it's all plot. It's kind of yeah. just... <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. It's fucking Mario. And you'd be correct for thinking that, but... Uh, but they didn't have to make it a movie. They they didn't have to make a Mario movie. So if you're going to make it, I think you should probably <laughs> make some characters. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Let's talk about Girl Boss Peach. Peach Girl Boss is so hard in this movie. It's almost intoxicating. It's 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 like. The amount that Peach Girl Boss is in this movie reminded me of this custom Starbucks drink I used to make when I worked at Starbucks that was so sweet that it hurt your teeth. That's how hard She Girl Boss is in this movie. It's she she is It's very she, funny that everyone from across the entire political spectrum predicted that this would happen. And everyone was right. 
and and it's not it's not like it's it's not a feminist thing by any way shape or form Mm -hmm. it's a it's a we want girls to watch this let me tell you man there was a little girl wearing a princess peach costume in the theater when i was watching this movie and i'm sure she loved that shit so i don't really have a problem with it it just it, it just is funny because while yes peach has been able to do things in various video games because they've had to make a billion spin-offs um her primary characteristic is being a damsel in distress like to, to, so generically that it makes you want to puke and so i think it's kind of funny to just make her like ridiculously hyperconfident in a way that will make stupid people angry <laughs> um yeah, yeah at, the, at the very least i'm always for something that will make idiots mad yeah because it's always funny it you would think you would think we would grow out of that being funny, but you know, much like seeing more like gay and trans people being hired for Doctor Who and and watching people get mad at that, it's it's delicious. I'm I'm lapping it up. It, it's delicious to me. I, I love it still. So at the very least, we'll get to see we'll get to see some 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 white men be upset that that Peach. Takes an ice flower and defeats Bowser. Mm-hmm. So you know that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I I have no problem with any of that stuff. I mean, we've had again, we've had a million spinoffs and fighting games, etc., where Peach can do things and is competent. So like, whatever. It's just like it's funny that like she is so much more competent than Mario in this movie. It's really really funny. Yeah, um, yeah. Mario's just like a wet blanket, but he like gets some power ups and he's and he's fine after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, uh, boring mostly. I would say she's boring mostly. Yeah. A- Anya Taylor Joy is that her name? I just it, she was just kind of given nothing. Like I mean, what do you do? The character is nothing. So she she at she at no point ba- bakes a cake or pulls a beam sword, uh, which which would have which would have been the cool things to have her do. So, but oh well. She didn't even randomly pull a vegetable out of the ground that killed her opponents immediately. <laughs> at no point did she side B stall on Fountain of Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> no point was this character do- doing float cancel air shield pressure. It was completely unrealistic depiction of the character. Um, you want to talk about Bowser? I didn't like this. I was I was kind of thinking that he was going to be the best part of the movie, um, and he's actually not. <laughs> yeah, I I think you you yeah you you pointed out something that I I kind of it was kind of washing over me. But you did you did have a good a good point about the way they characterized him. I. I mean, he he's not in the movie as much as you would think, and the the few parts that he are he was in that I really enjoyed were the moments when Jack Black just like does a musical number and does Jack Black voice. And yeah, he's doing the com- comedy classic rock voice that is has been <laughs> funny every time he's done it and is still funny now. I I you know I was raised on School of Rock and and mm-hmm. Tenacious D and I will defend them as being pretty funny to this day so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and say that him going yeah peach i love peach didn't like make me laugh but uh, but at the same time uh everything else about the character yeah it it was a kind of weird direction because because like we were saying there's there's a lot of like potential for portraying bowser as kind of like like a like a limp kind of useless like like sad guy who's like being held up by his competent allies like magikoopa or kamek or whatever there's a lot of comedy that would have been found there but instead they have him be like pretty competent in his like 
powers and mm-hmm. then also but he, be but he's pathetic still in a different way yeah the way that he's a pathetic wet blanket is the fact that he's like weird about women uh, i guess yeah i all right like again this is gonna sound like a stupid fucking thing to say about the mario movie but like i don't know y'all like in 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 in, in 2023 do, uh, do we really still find the concept of like a guy who's like pathetically obsessed with a woman that hates him is that still funny like is that is that archetype of character is that like something that we we still think is like something to laugh at and not something to be like horrified by i don't know like to me it's just like as soon as because like obviously there have been bits and pieces in the mario games especially in mario odyssey where like there is you know, an implication that Bowser has a romantic interest in Peach, but it's never something that's been, like, really played up in the video games, mm-hmm. um, at least in the ones that I have played. There's a lot of these fucking games, y'all. Um, oh, Mario Teaches Typing has the worst <laughs> incel Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't really like the choice to lean into that here, because once you introduce this concept and make it central to his character all of a sudden every interaction between bowser and peach feels like an abusive relationship and i don't i don't know i just didn't find any of it funny like i just I was just like oh yeah this is like sad and kind of gross and creepy um and it's like it's like central to bowser like almost every single scene with him is is about this um which kind of sucks, I think. He, he should have been fucking Luigi instead. <laughs> Maybe a hot take, but I don't think the Mario movie needed to be horny whatsoever. It was so much hornier than I thought it was going to be. Well, yeah. I was really surprised by that because, like, Nintendo is such a sexless company. Well, they, they've they've started uh, putting out more animal, anime girls with huge tits lately, but, you know, like, <laughs> the Mario franchise is extremely sexless. Um, you know, Mario gets a kiss on the nose when he saves the princess. It's very... You know, it's very chaste. Um, and so the fact that, like, large parts of this film are hinging on the romantic dynamic between the characters, I found very weird. Because it's, it, again, just, like, that just doesn't feel very Mario to me. Like, there's there's stuff here and there in Mario, but it's never, it's it's very rare that that stuff is, like, central. Except for that, that one Paper Mario game where Peach has to fuck a computer. Um. <laughs> G- great game. Uh, great game. Weird, weird Some moments. Some might say the greatest game. Oh God, we could we could go on. Um, <laughs> Luigi's not in the movie enough. What's up with yeah, that? What what the fuck, dude? Like I was I was charmed immediately by Charlie Day's performance as Luigi. Now, granted, he is just being Charlie Day, but uh, all, all all my all my Charlie Day fans out here know exactly what I mean. Yep, he's just he's doing he's doing the he's doing the guy from Pacific Rim that he played. He's doing a he's doing a less mean version of Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. a Charlie Day voice, but like that suits the the, the like high pitched stuttering delivery of Charlie Day suits luigi as a character just fine uh and then he's he's not in the film like almost at all i um i thought it sucked that they hired jack black and charlie day two like titans of uh contemporary comedy and comedy of the past decade Uh, and then they just like only have really one scene together even though luigi is captured by bowser for the entire movie 
It just seemed weird. Like, I feel like they should have gotten to do some bits. There was very little bits between Charlie Day and Jack Black, even though they are situated in the same location throughout the movie. Just weird. It's just weird. That could have been half the movie, baby. Mm-hmm. That, that, yeah. that, that, would have been, that would have been totally fine. The movie's quite short also. So, like, you could have, you could have fit it in there. Uh, uh, yeah, I, honestly, like... Yeah, like a little, not even like a little too short, but you could have skipped some other scenes and and replaced them with the scenes that we're describing. Because mm-hmm. it means when, when Luigi shows up at the end, you don't care. Like, he shows up at the end and saves Mario from a fire blast, and you're like, okay, but this character's not in the movie. <laughs> so. Right, exactly. And it was, it was weird, because, like, Luigi being there for the adventure uh, would have provided a lot more, like, heart and lightheartedness and probably Mm -hmm. more jokes because the only joke in the movie that made me laugh out loud was like at the dinner table where where one of the family members is like it's okay mario don't don't listen to them people people laughed at people laughed at da vinci too and then luigi's like i don't think they did ma and that made me laugh. And I was like, that was funny. Oh, that, okay. Is he, he's going to be like the funny character. And then he's just not in the movie. He's so just he not can't, in the movie. So he can't be funny. Um, yeah. Next time, next time, put Charlie Day in the movie more. Nintendo. Shigeru. They won't do this. They won't do it. But I want a Luigi's Mansion sequel. It doesn't have to literally be Mario 2, Luigi's Mansion. But, like, make Luigi the main character somehow. And that would be an easy way to do it. Because, hey, look, there's a Nintendo series where Luigi is the main character. Yeah, and I mean, also, like, just like all of the games, Luigi is a more interesting character than Mario is. Because he has texture to his personality. (laughs) Um, Toad's there. He's fine. He's an Olaf. Yeah, he's one of those. <laughs> uh, uh, every movie's got to have an Olaf these days. <laughs> first, first, every movie had to have a genie or a Mushu, and now they got to have uh, Olaf. We were we were in a donkey era for a while, but yeah, now we're strictly in Olaf territory. You gotta you gotta have a a, a funny little guy who's kind of annoying um, and gets up to hijinks throughout the film while uh, being short and tagging along with everyone else. Um, Key Michael Key, one of the only people who is doing a voice. Um, it's not quite a toad voice. Like, he's not doing either the, like, old-school high-pitched toad or the new-school raspy-voice toad. He's not really doing either of those. He's just doing, like, funny little guy voice. But it's fine. He's fine. I'm sure kids will probably enjoy his his antics. I thought it was funny when he made the guards some some food to distract them. That was cute, I guess. That's, that's he's cute. fine. Um, Donkey Kong. He's just Seth Rogen. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised they didn't like make a wink wink nudge nudge like weed joke. I was <laughs> really expecting them to do one. Uh slightly disappointed that they didn't, but also I would have been annoyed if they did. So I there's really there were there's no there would have been no winning me over. It's yep, fucking S- Seth Rogen. <laughs> S- Seth Rogen, like the rest of the cast, not doing a voice. Um uh Donkey Kong's whole thing is that he's just kind of an asshole. He's just like a showboating asshole. Um there's very little depth to donkey kong (laughs) at at no point does he does he ask anyone to drop diddy uh at no point does he uh sing a ballad about the crystal coconut Uh, it was i thought that was all very out of character for what i'm trying to extract from donkey kong the narrative property because there 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 is a fully characterized uh animated donkey kong out there for for eagle eagle eared listeners will (laughs) will have heard about this in episode i don't know seven thirteen one of those it was an early one um yeah i mean it's unbelievably dumb when they try to make us care about the emotional relationship between mario and donkey kong during the extended jonah and the whale sequence (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, they're at the fucking Pinocchio bit where they're swallowed by a fish. <laughs> where they're swallowed by it's, it's it's the big eel from Super Mario sixty four. I thought that's what it was supposed to be, but it did. But that that famously that eel is made up of like four voxels put together. <laughs> so <laughs> one of my friends was like, "Well, they should have just used the model from Super Mario sixty four yes. if they wanted it to be the eel." Yours, and your friend is correct, and there should have been a star uh, the, uh, at the end of his tail spinning, and Mario should have tried really hard to get it and drowned several times. Um, yeah, I mean, every time they try to do an emotional moment, such as this moment where Mario and Donkey Kong have to re- re- they have to reconcile their differences so that they can escape a, a being inside an eel by using a rocket barrel, <laughs> um, and then the soundtrack is like trying really, really hard to make you feel something. Um, it's just, it's just funny. Like, I yeah, if they it's... were gonna just. If the movie was going to just be, like, all plot, no breaks, no character, like, they shouldn't have even tried to put scenes like that in. Like, just fuck it. Who cares? Just just let the, just make it wacky hijinks for 90 minutes if you're mm-hmm. going to. Like, mm-hmm. don't try to, don't do not do a bunch of bullshit for, four, for, like, 45 minutes. And then I'd be like, but actually Donkey Kong is really sad. Like, yeah, they, they they immediately try to throw in like, oh, they both uh, they both have dads that don't support them, and I'm like, you don't don't give me don't don't throw this in in the last twenty minutes, like don't like was this the whole reason why Mario had a family so they could have this one moment? Want, okay, okay. I'm 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 absolutely I'm absolutely buzzing because I need to talk about the Super Mario family, but I need to say one more thing about Donkey Kong first. <laughs> Oh, please. It's really fucked up that they put the DK rap in this movie. And according to Grant Kirkhope, the guy who wrote the goddamn DK rap from Donkey Kong 64, uh, they don't actually do the DK rap, by the way. It's just the music and they chant Donkey Kong. They don't They don't go, he's he's finally here, et cetera, et cetera. According to Grant Kirkhope on Twitter, he was not told that they were using this for the movie. He was not credited for it in any way. In the credits, it says the DK rap from Donkey Kong 64. Suck my fucking dick. That's by Grant Kirkhope. And like, I'm sure he signed off the rights to be credited for this like four decades ago. I don't care. It's scummy. They should have should have fucking paid my man. It's fucked up, man. It's I'm honestly surprised that they referenced Donkey Kong 64 at all considering that, like, Nintendo did not make it, and it's also kind of considered a shitty game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Chunky Kong is in this movie. I don't think... I don't think I ever could have imagined that I would see Chunky Kong in a feature film. <laughs> I, I I wish that he had showed up and the version of the song that goes, he's dead, had happened. <laughs> he's uh, dead. The- <laughs> Chunky is dead. It all returns to nothing. It all comes <laughs> crumbling down. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, it was i mean there's another grant kirko uh music moment they they there's a big orchestral version of the da 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 and um uh, i mean i wasn't reading the credits that carefully but i'm assuming he also was not credited for that yep um we need to talk about the fact that there is a as, there's a super mario family you can't just fucking do this okay you can't just fucking do this <laughs> Yeah, like Mario's dad serves him carbonara and then says that he's not proud of him. Like, There's, what the fuck is going on? In 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 a split second, you are suddenly introduced to seven new Mario family characters that have never appeared anywhere else, to my knowledge. It's fucking crazy. I was like losing my goddamn mind while this was happening. You can't just you can't just you can't just take a character who has existed for forever in this sort of fairy tale 
tale context where his parents are always gonna be like a pair of legs in the corner or something. You can't just take this character that's fucking Rugrats, all right? Yeah. <laughs> or Charlie. You, sorry, <laughs> you can't take this character that's fucking Charlie Brown, right? And and you can't you can't just show Charlie Brown's mom, man. You can't just do that. I was. They do I was it so really... casually. It's like it's nothing to them. Well, I was looking at the character designs because my brain immediately couldn't process. Like, there's no way this is just straight up like Mario's extended family. So in my brain, I was like, are these poles? Like, are these like, like, is one of these guys supposed to be like Waluigi in real life or something? But no, they're just new. They're just Mario OCs. There's like an uncle that looks like Luigi and stuff. It's just, I, I was going crazy because it's just like. They just do it like it's nothing. And I'm like, no, this is this this is the end of the world. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it, it 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 was the who who was that guy with the afro and the tracksuit? Like, who was he supposed to be? Is it's really just a Mario OC? Like, okay, okay. like sure. I I don't it's know. Just... And I guess like, I don't know. I I kind of always pictured Mario as being in his 40s, mm-hmm. but I guess he's like 21 mm-hmm. <laughs> or something. <laughs> and Luigi's like 19. I don't know. They had to make them sexy, I guess, for some reason. I'm sure we're going to get a, a Twitter reply that's like, actually, these characters were introduced in this manga <laughs> from 1985. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? If you know that, good for you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I genuinely am happy for you. I hope you enjoyed that poll the way that I. <laughs> I enjoyed that he had like an R wing sitting on his TV. There's an end. There's an after credit sequence uh, that I found kind of confusing. It, it it's they basically steal the en- the the ending from uh, uh, the 90s Matthew Broderick American Godzilla movie where it's like a, 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 a slow tracking shot of a sewer and then there and then there's a dinosaur egg in there. But in this movie, it's a Yoshi egg. Um, I screamed, it's fucking Yoshi at the top of my lungs. But I think if they wanted this to have impact, um, they probably should not have shown Yoshi's earlier in the movie. Because now I'm just like, oh, okay, I got, there's a Yoshi in Brooklyn, I guess. So what's, what does that imply? Like, I didn't really understand what it was meant to be implied by the fact that there was a Yoshi egg there. Because we already saw Yoshi's. So it wasn't like, hey, check it out, guys. Yoshi's in this one. Then the next one, because he wasn't in the first one, but there were some Yoshis in the background during a montage sequence earlier. So I thought that dulled the impact of the after credit sequence. Yeah, I, I, I sorry, thought, this is a movie for four year olds. I apologize. I for mean, having opinions. About <laughs> it. I we we should apologize absolutely, <laughs> but I I thought the same thing. Um, I was really expecting Shadow to be the character in the in the after credit. It should have been Wario. <laughs> it should it really it should have been wario and waluigi it should mm-hmm. it should have been a, a a rival like a rival plumbing company is watching it. oh yeah they i can write it right now and and we're going to so what <laughs> yeah. so yeah they they're they're watching the news and they're seeing how the mario brothers saved brooklyn and waluigi's like wow yeah those <laughs> those mario brothers upstaging us once again and waluigi's like well we can always beat him in tennis and then is like b- banging the tennis uh d- d- thing in his hands and does a crotch chop and then and then that's the end yeah it was it's it's like the end of the movie implies that yoshi is evil <laughs> yeah like what is yoshi is yoshi going to start eating people in new york i hope so 
That would be and, and pooping them out in into eggs and then and, and and throwing them at penguins. That would be sick. Like, but it's not going to happen. So I. So there's just it's just there because they they needed to have an after credit scene because it's a movie that came out in 2023 that isn't by by a24 or whatever so hey remember when before we started recording when you were just like eh, this movie was kind of boring it sucks that we're probably not gonna have that much to say we've been uh, recording don't, for don't, 50 minutes <laughs> don't 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 tell me how long we've been talking about the mario movie i don't want to I, don't, uh, I, don't I didn't check until just now and i was just like <laughs> my heart sank into my stomach as i realized yeah. we've been talking about this movie for babies for almost an hour uh, i could be watching dream hack san diego right now <laughs> <laughs> i could Watch be watching my new best friend axe uh, <laughs> win win the tournament right now uh, um anything else you want to say about the super mario brothers movie uh they this i mean do we live in a post Super Mario Brothers animated movie making three hundred million dollars uh, at the box office in two days world now? So it's there's just a new there's just a new paradigm that we live with. And I, like, look, listen, okay, I it's not that I care that much about like new Mario. Granted, the most recent new full fledged Mario they did was a great game it was Mm -hmm. one might even say one of the best ones of those that they've ever done i won't lie i saw the sand kingdom in a montage and popped off a little because i did not think they would reference super mario odyssey because it's a much very i'm pretty sure they've been working on this movie for longer than super mario odyssey has been out (laughs) yeah like like sure that's all good that being said i i think it would be really stupid if like if there was cross pollination between these universes and like as much as I don't care that much, I care enough to think that that would suck. Um, (laughs) And I think that that shouldn't happen. And I think there's going to be some of that. Uh, So that's my, that's, that's my prediction of a bad thing that's going to happen. It it unfortunately may increase the number of podcasts, what we have to do because like when they put out an adaptation of the last of us or whatever, I don't fucking care because <laughs> The Last of Us is already a live action film. <laughs> yeah, The Last of Us is not a video game. It's like, oh, they made they 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 made an they made a real life version of the animated movie A Last of Us. <laughs> That's so cool that you can watch this let's play of The Last of Us on TV now. Uh, I just don't care. I just don't care. Like if they're they're gonna make they're gonna make like a, a fucking there, there was an uncharted thing. Like I, I don't care about that. But you know you know that what we really care about is when they adapt silly cartoonish properties and try to turn them into (laughs) real entertainment products that don't have to rely on the playing a fun video game to entertain you because you get some weird results like a mario movie with pop music in it yeah that's you know they 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 could make a really bad star fox movie and they won't because nobody cares they'll never make another star fox thing ever again um (laughs) what are you talking about star fox is a character from smash brothers (laughs) Oh, God, you're so I yeah, I, I guess the only other thing that I was going to say is there were no I mean, don't get me wrong. Mario and Donkey Kong punched each other a whole lot in this, <laughs> mm-hmm. but there was no th- there there was no explicit Super Smash Brothers reference in this movie. And that that was that's yeah. for the best. At, at no point do they play Respect Your Elders by Chillin' Dude 829 <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> they didn't even have a guest voice cast with several famous Smash Brothers personalities. It was completely ridiculous. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, if you like the podcast, don't tell anyone about it. Uh, 
Don't look You're... for me on social media. I'm not there. <laughs> you, you fucking worms are lucky. You got two podcasts in a month. We're going, we're going back underground. <laughs> um, thanks, Josh and Courtney, for the music and the art. For me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> stream, stream, Mark Driscoll. Stream, Mark Driscoll.